postdocs are trainees in a way. Uh, postdoctoral scholars, associates, whatever, are all sort of under the trainee umbrella, but they're also um, in this kind of strange in-between space where there's not an educational program set out for them, um, but rather sort of training on the very individualized level based on the lab that they happen to be in and the people that they're surrounded by. Um, so they function sort of both as they, I should say, we function both as employees when it's convenient or trainees when it's convenient um, for all sorts of different different situations. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff Kozlowski. I'm a marketing communications manager with the School of Medicine and Dentistry here at University of Rochester. Uh, and today we get to welcome on several members of the University of Rochester uh, Postdoctoral Association. So um, if you're a current postdoc here at uh, the institution or you're, you're thinking of going the route of a postdoc, you'll, you'll kind of get to hear from these folks why they chose the, the route of a postdoc in their careers and also um, just kind of some of the, the benefits you get through the postdoc association. We have, let's see, I'm going to do very brief introductions. Let's see if I can get this right. Let's see, there's Erin Davis down there. She is the, so for the postdoctoral association, she is the SMD co-chair and, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but postdoctoral association, it, today we have just uh, SMD representatives, but it also spans to Art sciences and engineering, but um, for today we have we have all kind of SMD representatives. So Erin um, is the SMD co-chair. She's also a postdoc fellow in um, pediatrics, allergy, and immunology. Uh, over to the to my well, I guess it's my right on screen here. That's Tom Tam. Uh, he is the diversity officer for uh, the postdoctoral association. Uh, he's also a postdoc associate in environmental medicine. And last but not least, there's Ben down there. He is uh, a, let's see, I have my notes over here, digital marketing and communications officer in the postdoc association and a postdoc associate in neurology. So thank you all first for, for taking the time to chat with me today. Um, excited to get this going. But again, that was a very brief introduction. So uh, if we could just go around first and have each of you just briefly introduce yourself and talk a little bit about the work you do at um, University of Rochester. Erin, can we start with you? Sure. Um, I, as, as Jeff said, I am a postdoc in pediatric allergy and immunology. I've been here for a little over two years. Um, I work with Kiersey Jarvin and Seppo as my mentor. So broadly, I study um, maternal infant nutrition um, during the perinatal period, um, as well as how nutrition and environment work together to impact early immune development and microbiome development um, to try and figure out what is predisposing individuals to develop allergy or what is protecting them, um, hopefully with the goal of developing lifestyle interventions um, down the road. All right. Thanks, Aaron. And Tom, how about you? Hi, I'm Tom, and I am um, a postdoc associate for the student in the Department of Environmental Medicine. And my research 
Music about how the early life explosion to Mr. Mercury can affect the development and the aging of the fruit and the model organisms. We try to understand how the um, mercury can affect the, the aging of the animals. All right. Thank you, Tom and Ben. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Ben. I am in a Steve Goldman's lab in the Center for Translational Neuromedicine um, in neurology at the SMD. And uh, generally speaking, I study glial progenitor cells um, and how these sort of support cells of the brain change with age and how their epigenomes affect their ability to uh, maintain a, a healthy myelinated state for long periods of time. Awesome. Well, thank you all. And one, we're going to go around one more time. I would love to hear, since we are on LinkedIn, uh, it is a sort of a very career-oriented platform. Uh, would love to know from each of you why you decided, and this can be brief, um, but why you decided to go the route of a, a postdoc opportunity um, in your careers. So Aaron, let's start with you again. Sure. Um, I would say my decision was probably... I guess twofold. First, being um, that I am interested in potentially pursuing a career in academia. Um, and so, if you do want a research focused career, generally um, a postdoc is required, um, I think, on paper, but largely because a lot of the skills that you develop um, as a postdoc are necessary um, for success in academia, um, one of which being grant writing, which I'm currently doing on the other screen um, next to me over here. Um, so that I think it is quite instrumental in preparing you for that next step um, in your career. But I'd also say that the second one, just a little more perhaps altruistic, um, is that uh, I'm a nutritional scientist by training. Um, as I mentioned, so my background is primarily in maternal infant nutrition and development of the microbiome. Um, but I really wanted to understand further how all of those things are contributing um, to host development, in particular immune development. Um, and given my background in nutrition, I'm interested in food allergy. Um, so I really came to the University of Rochester to work with one of the um, premier experts in the world in early immune development and allergic disease um, to really extend um, not only my knowledge in the area, but um, as well as my, you know, other analytical and I would say laboratory skill sets. Um, so really just kind of it, I think, extending um, your portfolio um, as well, just as a scientist is, is perhaps another reason I decided to, to do a postdoc. Yeah. What about you, Tom? So now I got the um, environmental toxicology in my PhD and in the later days of my PhD, I'm in, in the Asian. So, but difficulty to like how the environmental exposure can affect the, um, how it modulates the race of the Asian. So I come to the University of Rochester, happened to gain more research experience in the area of the Asian biology, and then also University of Rochester have a really good toxicology program here, and uh, it can uh, definitely uh, 
provide me an opportunity to learn more about how early life exposure to the chemical can affect the development and aging, which is a major focus of a lot of laboratory in the Department of Environmental Medicine. And I'm also the plan to the work in the, the academia or in the government. So the, uh, having a product in the toxicology will be a benefit for the my career development. Absolutely. And what about you, Ben? So I actually didn't set out after my PhD intending to do a postdoc. Um, it's something I kind of uh, made my way into in part because uh, my wife is a medical student at the University of Rochester Medical Center. Um, and so when we were getting ready to come here, I was taking a look at sort of the various opportunities. And um, I was lucky enough to find a spot here um, in Dr. Goldman's lab because the work that's being done is, is very aligned with my interest mm -hmm. in epigenetics and brain aging. Um, and I think uh, looking back, it's very good that I did do a postdoc because as Aaron and Tom have said, um, you know, there's a certain kind of training that you get as a postdoc that uh, you can't really get during graduate school. Um, and I think will really benefit me as I, as I look towards industry and my next steps. Awesome. So now let's shift a little bit to talking specifically about the postdoc association, which if you didn't know, um, you know, if you're a postdoc at the institution, you're part of the postdoc association. So um, congratulations, first of all. And um, you, you can now learn about some, uh, we'll get into some of the details of, of kind of what the postdoc association does to, to sort of create more community for postdocs and some events they do and, and some work they do behind the scenes uh, here at the university just to improve the, the postdoc experience as a whole. So um, Aaron, can you talk a little bit about just kind of what uh, the postdoc association is and uh, some of the goals? Yeah, sure. Um, so as Jeff mentioned, um, the postdoc association is essentially a collection of all of the postdocs across the University of Rochester um, campus. So I think oftentimes it gets a little confused with our executive committee, um, which is a group of individuals uh, that does 12 individuals actually who does guide to do guide the plan and initiatives of the PDA. Um, which is short for postdoctoral association, but essentially we are just a community of postdocs across the university. Um, I would say we're largely um, comprised of individuals in the School of Medicine and Dentistry, so SMD, um, as well as individuals on the ASME um, River Campus, um, a lot of postdoctoral associates in engineering. Um, but we do have postdocs um, in the School of Nursing and um, in, I think, the Warner School of Education and others as well. Um, and just as I said, uh, you know, we have a, a, an executive committee, which we actually just doubled this year to kind of extend our bandwidth in terms of, of planning events. Um, but the Postdoc Association really has a couple of main goals. Um, I think the main one being really to just build a community of postdocs across the campus. Um, and uh, we do this through things like social events, which we have monthly, as well as other networking events, um, some of which that we really instituted this year. Um, but we also work together to advocate for postdocs. I think we're our best advocates. Um, so whether that be institutional support or you know other benefits, um, 
that we'd like to change or initiatives that we'd like to start um, for, for postdocs across campus. And then lastly, as we were kind of just discussing, um, we really do aim to promote career development of our postdocs. Um, so along with, in particular, on the School of Medicine side, we work a lot with MyHub to really kind of shape some of the career experiences that we're exposed to um, and, and other help to build our skills that are necessary really uh, across all job sectors. Um, and we really do our best to also recognize and highlight the contributions, I think, of, of our peers across campus. Um, so I guess in short, really, we're, we're here to kind of um, make the postdoc experience as best as possible for, for our postdocs across the university um, and really kind of enhance their time at the U of R. Yeah, so Ben, can you talk a little bit about some of the, I guess, sort of, you know, po postdoc, postdoc experience is definitely different from the predoctoral experience, um, the traditional graduate student experience. So. Can you speak to some of the everyday challenges um, that up that postdocs kind of go through, and and you know maybe how um, the, the PDA looks to uh, help with some of that? Yeah, absolutely. So the primary issue that I think exists, sort of built into the premise of a postdoc, is uh, postdocs are trainees in a way, uh, postdoctoral scholars, associates whatever, are all sort of under the training umbrella, but they're also um, in this kind of strange in-between space where there's not an educational program set out for them, um, but rather sort of training on the very individualized level based on the lab that they happen to be in and the people that they're surrounded by. Um, so they function sort of both as they, I should say we, function both as employees when it's convenient or trainees when it's convenient um, for all sorts of different different situations. On top of that, we start at all sorts of different times. Uh, there's no one time of year that PhDs wrap up and postdocs start. So there's sort of a slow trickle of postdocs that join the institution throughout the year, um, which makes it a little hard to have this sort of sense of community that you have in an educational program where you come in with a cohort and all of that. So that's sort of the main goal of the postdoctoral association is to provide that sense of community that's not really built in to the postdoc uh, sort of as as a as a job or as a, as a piece of training thanks Ben and let's talk now about some of I guess the benefits and um, you know everything that kind of comes with being uh, a PDA member and Tom I'll start with you on this one you know as an um, maybe if you could first speak to just kind of, you know, being an international student, any kind of specific benefits the Postdoc Association has provided in that regard, and then just, you know, any of the other benefits of the PDA you want to touch on? Yeah, I see. Down the arm, the park, the adult aid, uh, advocate for the they will help identify the challenge of the international postdoc in the foreign country and then try to uh, do some practical uh, uh, approach to uh, the international postdoc here and uh, help them to optimize their postdoc training here mm -hmm. and also there are a lot of benefits of the PTA 
Thanks, Tom. So, yeah, we have uh, mentorship, happy hours, trivia. I mean, I'm sold. So <laughs> anything else, um, Ben or Aaron, that you want to touch on or um, did Tom, Tom hit on everything? I guess I can add, um, and this kind of goes along with it, but I think um, maybe it's not the as, as enthralling as a happy hour. Um, but but the dreaded word of networking, which I think most to most of us means like shoving people in a conference room and striking up a random conversation with people you don't know. Um, I think being a PDA member, attending events, being on the executive committee, being involved in some way really helps you to indirectly network just by nature with people across the institution, um, which I think also makes you feel a little bit more a part of the community. Um, so we collaborate a lot with other graduate student groups, um, groups across the institution um, when we're planning events. And this is a little bit more, I would say, on the side of being involved as an executive committee member. Um, you really are talking to a number of different people across the institution who do very different things on a regular basis. Um, so I think it helps you to broadly build your network. Um, I think we're, we're a great um, example, Jeff. We work together on a regular basis. Um, never before have I worked with you know someone in marketing and communication so often, I would say, um, giving us the opportunity to come on and you know highlight our work, I think, and the importance of the PDA. So I'd say that um, kind of indirectly, it really does help you to network and meet people um, and uh, really feel, I guess, kind of uh, like a larger part um, of, of the university. Yeah, so we've touched on a lot of, so, you know, sort of, I guess, I would say public facing events or, you know, things that kind of everyone as a a postdoc can can see or attend like we talked about events professional development the networking but there's also i guess probably a lot of things you guys do behind the scenes that people don't see um and just advocating for a better experience for postdocs so um aaron i'll start with you on this one but then we can we can sort of go around and um just talk a little bit more about some of the work um everyone's doing behind the scenes yeah sure um I think in large part, we, we do spend a lot of time planning um, all of these set events that we're, we're discussing, um, which really does take a lot of coordination amongst a lot of different people. Um, however, 
we spend a lot of time in meetings with university leadership, as well as, like I said, other um, training groups or um, our advisors who are in my hub, which is really our, our professional development hub here in the School of Medicine and Dentistry, um, really trying to push, um, I, I guess, you know, move the needle or push things forward. Um, so whether this is, we do a lot of the advocacy work or things we want to change for postdocs um, in these meetings, I would say. Uh, you might not hear about it that often because I would say it takes a long time um, to, to move that needle um, on, on some fronts, but I can assure you, you know, we, were, we are working um, behind the scenes. So for instance, I meet monthly with the Director of Graduate Education Postdoctoral Affairs um, and Senior Associate Dean for um, GEPA or Graduate Education Postdoctoral Affairs in the School of Medicine. Um, again, to have that set time to discuss any issues for postdocs, ideas we have, upcoming events, um, or things we want to change. Um, and, you know, I think a really good, you know, I kind of example of this is this idea of onboarding, I think is an issue no matter where you are, um, trying to get people in a university system acquainted easily, um, especially a lot of individuals moving from a different country, which is the case for a lot of our postdocs. And so um, we've been working behind the scenes, I would say, for probably the last year to really try and figure out the best ways to improve the onboarding process for postdocs. We're in all different departments across campus, um, coming from all different places, starting at all different times of the year um, uh, with, with kind of a consolidated orientation. So um, uh, I would say that's just, you know, kind of one example in addition to really just kind of getting information to people you know, as they need it. So we work a lot on a one-on-one -on -one basis um, with postdocs, but that's just some things I do regularly. I know both both Ben and Tom also uh, work behind the scenes doing a lot and starting a lot of other collaborations. So I'll also let them kind of speak to what they do behind the scenes. Yeah, Ben, why don't you go ahead? Sure thing. So um, yeah, in addition to sort of the work that, um, you know, I directly do as part of the, the postdoc association um, exec committee, which generally speaking is, you know, stuff with website maintenance, things like that. Um, I'm also part of uh, UR Thinkers, which recently rebranded from Thinkers and Drinkers, a group focused on science communication at uh, the U of R Medical Center over here, um, comprised of grad students, postdocs, and actually we're not just at the medical center anymore. Uh, part of the UR Thinkers uh, Executive Committee is actually a grad student in, in English. So um, as part of that, you know, we've been working together, combining efforts between the, the PDA and UR Thinkers to try and make sure um, you know, postdocs get that uh, training on how to communicate their work to a broad audience um, and sort of understand the importance of, uh, of communication, more generally speaking. And we're excited for other uh, opportunities for that kind of collaboration uh, moving forward. I've heard good things about the UR Thinkers group. So um, <laughs> excited to see see what's next. And uh, Tom, do you have anything else to add? Yes. Um, actually, uh, I am the diversity officer in the PTA and um, we try to do some new thing in the diversity area. And um, we try to uh, um more initiative uh years and um uh, we tried we with the office of the equity and inclusion 
Awesome. Yeah, clearly um, incredibly important work all of you are doing behind the scenes. Um, so so thanks so much for that and, and the work to to um, just continue, like we said earlier, to make it a, a better experience here for, for all postdocs. So can and you may have hit on a little bit of this already, but can you speak to some of the big changes that have been implemented just over the last year due to um, some of the work the group has done. And I don't know, uh, Aaron, do you want to start with this one again? Yeah, sure. I can do that. Um, I think, you know, I'll, I'll mention I, w I was on the PDA um, previously doing networking communications and, and took over as chair last summer. So um, I think I've gotten, haven't even been in here for a year um, and in this position. So I'm still kind of, I think, learning um, at this point. But one of the biggest things we've done this year in terms of changes is we've doubled our executive committee board. Um, and I, I hope this is a little ode to our ability to kind of build or continue to rebuild our PDA community, um, especially um, through really kind of the height of, of the COVID-19 pandemic where everything shut down and most things were online and we weren't really able to get together um, in person. So we've really been making a concerted effort, I think, to to kind of rebuild um, this community. And one of the biggest reasons we did this was because um, this increases our bandwidth to be able to plan events, to advocate for postdocs, to recognize postdocs, to to promote pre 
professional development. Um, you know, we are all volunteers, just like all the other training organizations on campus. And so, um, you know, our, our primary job here at the U of R is, is to do science. Um, and so in order to, we think, serve the postdocs um, properly, um, and do what we really want to do, we needed more people. Um, and so uh, we increased our board from six to 12, um, which has really given us, I think, the ability um, to, to expand our portfolio in terms of what we're able to do. Um, of course, with that, it does take time to onboard all of these individuals, which I think we're still kind of integrating and also figuring out like, what do we do with all, like the help is great. And then you have to figure out like, what do all of these people do? So um, that's been kind of one of our, our tasks in figuring out how we work together, um, you know, all this many people at once um, in the best way possible and kind of forming working groups. Um, and I think one other big thing that we've changed this year is there is still, I think, some some um, unofficial postdoc mentoring going on, which Tom talked about. But we really wanted to get, you know, I guess, promote networking to bring that up again um, in other ways and have set aside time during working hours um, when people are actually here during the week. Um, to network and just to meet postdocs from across the country, grab a cup of coffee, grab a snack. Um, so we've instituted quarterly networking events um, for postdocs, which we've had two thus far. They've been a resounding success. Um, it's also a, a, a time for our leadership from ASNE, so the River Campus folks, um, as well as SMD GEPA leadership to really come introduce themselves um, to, to all of the postdocs as well. Um, which I think has really been nice to, to put a face to an email at this point or put a face to a name. Um, so again, really just trying to, I think, um, you know, build our community in, in different ways. Um, and I think one of the other recent things we've done, maybe in the last year or so, is really try to um, get our newsletter, I think, kind of up and running and continue to shape that. So really trying to, to find postdocs in, in different places and uh, connect with them, you know, through whatever medium is necessary. Um, and that's kind of for my end. Again, I know Ben and Tom have really been working in, in other areas if they want to touch on that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll go ahead. Tom, anything from a, from a DEI perspective or anything else kind of big, big changes just in the last year? Um, I think uh, as a postdoc, um, they, uh, they come here and um, they focus on their research and uh, I think they may not recognize the, the importance of the DI, how the DI can uh, improve the, the work environment mm -hmm. and uh, how to uh, do the best, uh, but uh, um, inclusive working environment for everyone. Down the best thing that we try to the, do more in the promotion the value for the DI and then try to help um, the, the public here to the, learn more about uh, the important of uh, the DI and uh, the between that in the next, next few months we will uh, try to uh, 
Awesome. Thanks, Tom. And Ben, anything to add? Um, nothing major and nothing I think that's taken place in the last year, but I do want to note that we are, of course, um, advocating for postdocs on a few specific policy points that we think will increase quality of life for postdocs across the institution. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I can go into many details or if sure. this is stuff that's going to take effect anytime too soon. It's, it's definitely a, sort of something we're in the process of figuring out. I don't know, Aaron, if any of that has gone through yet or most of it is still sort of in the works with administration. <laughs> I think it's in the works, you know, going to the higher powers of people. We of can keep people it there. Who, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, have, I have one other thing to add, I think, sure. and this is kind of a plug for if there are graduate student groups or other post-secondary you know, association groups watching or anything is um, one thing that Tom touched on is that we're trying to um, more strategically plan events and things of that nature. And one of the aspects of that is that you know, we're scientists and, and somehow we don't have a great data collection system, I think, thus far for um, the PDA. And so part of this issue is that, you know, it's, it's a, it is a challenge of working in a postdoc association is that generally we're he postdocs are at an institution for a less amount of time than a graduate student. So there's a lot higher turnover. People come and go. There's not a lot of advance notice. We don't host um, kind of elections at any specific time of the year. We don't even generally host elections. We want to take as much help as we possibly can get. And so we are really working towards more strategically collecting data, collecting informa information, having processes in place to plan things, work with other individuals across campus, um, et cetera, so that those are, we don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time someone new takes over and someone else leaves. So um, I think overall, we're trying to make the PDA more sustainable moving forward um, so that we can focus our efforts on, on that community building and helping the association evolve and not necessarily the little tiny logistics <laughs> that come along um, with trying to figure out how to plan an event, especially yeah. when you're, you've just come to the university. So um, that's just something that's not necessarily fun, uh, but I think is important when, when kind of working with one of these organizations and, and something I would definitely say to put in place if you're in such a position in another institution. I think that's all we have for today. Uh, 
I really appreciate all of you again for, for taking the time uh, to join us and, and talk about the PDA and the work you do here. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's much appreciated. Thanks for having us, Jeff. Yep, Absolutely. Thank you.